Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Clickstaff today. We are coming from the hot heat of the Midwest. Uh, this is Daniel Powell, and I've got uh, Jason Alvey on the line. What's up? And uh, David Gosselman. Shark and prizes since 2016. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> and our uh, special guest today is uh, PJ Bolin. Hello. I, I prefer what? PJ Brawlin. Yeah, Brolin. That's uh, <laughs> Cincinnati. Cincinnati name there. <laughs> I actually had somebody so, mail me something I bought with an R in it and a little smiley face at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, apparently I met you. <laughs> yeah. Never know. So uh, we got a show full of uh, stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk with PJ, and uh, we're going to discuss a new segment. We're going to discuss our weekly game that we play at uh, Big Bang. Uh, the past Thursday before the recording. Um, Dave has a rant for us about uh, being called a price shark. Don't start now, Dave. Um, uh, Jason has some Spudeman to uh, gush about that was previewed this week. And we have the schedule for Rocktober that's posted. So that's uh, some pretty awesome stuff. We have a little, and we have a little bit of community to talk about as well. We got some community questions this week. Fun. Woo-hoo. So, so <laughs> I have uh, I have two things to two shout-outs to start out with. Um, as on the earlier episodes, you guys heard that my Punisher van did not come with uh, some cards. Uh, I went through the WizKids replacement program and got my Punisher van with all of its cards included. So thanks you thank you WizKids. Good job, Chuck. Yeah, thanks, Chuck. <laughs> it's about damn time, Chuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, my second one is uh last weekend I went to St. Louis uh for a weekend trip and uh, I'd like to shout out to the St. Louis uh, HeroClix players group for pointing me to uh, some good stores. Uh Jason and I got a few things that we've been looking for that uh Justice League Dice Masters set. Yeah. Looted you for so long. So that was a that was a good trip. So thanks to you guys, uh, group, for uh, being inviting and uh, telling me where all the good stuff was at. So, uh, Mr. PJ. Yes. Uh, so uh, we'll go with some of the basic stuff. Um, how long have you been playing HeroClix? Um, I've been playing, like, I first learned the game back in, like, Mutants and Mayhem or Mutant Mayhem is what it is. And then I quit for a long time. Um, but I've recently been back in for probably about two years and trying to play competitively. I'd say you're doing all right at that. Yeah. <laughs> doing all right. So I haven't got to win yet. Uh, it's all right. You're in good company with Luke Grace. Oh, yeah. 
So what, what's so, yeah. what spurred you to take it back up? Um, it kind of like I took over ownership of my game store here in town, and we were building a clicks community. And then, just like the guys we had around, were like, "Yeah, you should start playing again." And then, just kind of snowballed from there. So, talk to us about that. Uh, I believe your game store that you run has a big event coming up in a few days. Yes, uh, this Saturday we have a super queue. Um, we're starting registration at nine. You know, hopefully it'll run smooth and be get everybody out of there at a decent hour. Um, I got some of the like Origins buyables that I'm going to be throwing in as additional prizes. I got some other random LEs and IDs I'm going to throw in. So I'm hoping for a good turnout. You know, it's our first Super Q, so I'm having high expectations that everybody will show up. Yeah, we uh, we're going to be coming up. Uh... Except for Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? He said it all sad. Like, Jason, uh, I know, no, like, why? Easton and them said they were coming up, so you know, we should get at least a good good head full, you know, handful yeah. of people. Yeah. Are you uh, are you all set up and using the wind for all your tournament stuff? Um, I have previously, but I haven't had anything recently, so I just got to kind of give myself a refresher course on it. Yeah. Those... Um, the ranking stuff is obviously awesome, but the papers that it, pr- it prints out a PDF of papers with the matches on it, and uh, instead of handing the build sheet back and forth, you can just turn in your sheet from that round. Yeah, very helpful. And, uh, very helpful. Yeah, that's a much better tool than it's been in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's even got a uh, the the top cut tool, I believe, works as well, at least as of. Uh, it did uh, at the uh, WKO. So yeah, right. Good. Yeah. All right, PJ. I know you were waiting for it. <laughs> Would you rather wrestle Mr. Chomps the Alligator or never grow another beard? Oh. You know, because if I if I weren't to wrestle the alligator, I'd have to deal with my wife's scorn. So I'm going to take the alligator. <laughs> <laughs> think Good luck. Yeah, so I saw a picture of you on Facebook the other day where you were mostly beardless. <laughs> oh god, was, uh, it the, was it the ginger lure? Yes. Yes. Oh, the ginger god, lure. that went around so much. That was the local comic book store owner got a little bitter that I didn't pop in to say hey because he's right down the street. So he decided he would post a meme of me. <laughs> it was hilarious, but it got okay. shared around way more than it should have. I'm gonna go look at that right now. Actually, so. I think we I think we should spread that around with the episode this time when we post it. <laughs> yes. And you know, I think we might actually have a show title. Thanks, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did. You the did look rather, Yeah. yeah we, we just share your sexiness with the world. So we'll it just, looks like uh, a 1970s <laughs> soft rock album cover. <laughs> So if it, if it's okay with you, buddy, that's the uh, that's the that's the show title now. <laughs> the I think it's, be it's okay with me or not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so PJ, talk to us a little bit about nationals and worlds. We've uh, we kind of discussed some of your rankings, and uh, so share with the fine folks uh, how all that went for you. Um, well, like it, this was my first origins. 
uh, went with a group of friends. They've all been, except for like one or two other people. So just the experience alone was going to be great. Um, decided I was going to go with my drone build before Nationals, kind of last-minute decision. I had been testing it a little bit. Uh, wasn't really on board with it until I was just like last-minute hard switch because I knew it had a great matchup with the team base. And uh, so, so, so what's your drone build? It is three brimstones. All everything's at low value. Three brimstones, Solaris, two Ultron sevens, one Ultron six, a Phalanx, um, an Age of Ultron drone, and an Ultron one. And then a full round table with the six IDs were Thor, Martian Manhunter, uh, Shield Level 7, Superman, Green Arrow, and Ronin for Nationals, which for Worlds I replaced Ronin with Booster Gold. Why Thor? Um, To bring in King Thor when the table hits a three. <laughs> Either he's a hypersonic speed guy with 12 attack prov and uh, super strength to hit for nine, or you bring him in like against team base, you bring him in his 300 point dial, or he has running shot pulse wave. All right, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Hands down MVP off the table, though, with Martian Manhunter. That, that's just If you're going to play something to call in at its large point value, you just play him. Like, right, yeah, it limits them to two actions, right? It's that, and he has uh, shape change, stealth, and super senses, and prop. Okay, so, so he's beefy. Right, and, and Invincible doesn't do anything on ID characters when they come in, because if they get hit, they're gone. Right, but he's hard to hit with all the stuff he yeah. has. 19 defense, prop, super senses, stealth, shape change. So, yeah, have fun. <laughs> yeah, and you know, 12 attack and 5 damage is still no joke. Right. Well, yeah, with Precision Strike. Yeah, yeah. Um... For, uh, I didn't really expect to play as much zombie team base as I did at Nationals, but I played it two round, the first two rounds of Swiss, and then again in top eight. Um, and like all the games went exactly as <clears throat> I expected them to. Uh, round one, the guy move, moves, I, I sidestep up a little bit, do some sidestep carries with Ultron 7, uh, call in Superman Blue, and leave him adjacent to all my drones. And then he, working together, runs across the table, pops off Super Scroll and Magneto, go, says running shot Pulse Wave prob, and I tried really hard not to start smiling when he picked Pulse Wave. He ends up killing a drone, taking it from me, poking one of my drones, and he goes running shot Pulse Wave my whole team and his whole team. And I go, okay, he hits everything. I say, I take nothing. You kill the drone you took and damage all your pieces. <laughs> So um, I scored 30 points off his pulse wave, and then my turn nice. two, uh, I killed the Super Scroll, killed the Magneto. All he had left was the team base. Um, every single game that I played against the team base, I killed Super Scroll on turn two. It just it went flawlessly because uh, Nick Fury is just way too good at it. Um, I played round three. I played against Tiago, uh, the gentleman from Brazil. Uh, he was just playing Super Scroll, Atom, Brimstone, Pandora's Box, something like that. Uh, beat him pretty easily. Uh, he he kind of mispositioned a little bit, and I was able to take advantage of it. 
Um, lost to Scott Crampton in top eight, the guy who went on to win. Uh, I don't want to say he played poorly or anything, but my dice just completely crapped out on me, and it felt so bad. <laughs> um, there was one situation where I go to hit with King Thor, and I needed a five to hit for nine, and I rolled double fours. Like, he didn't even have the base prop it. I just couldn't hit a five to completely obliterate the base. It was that was a little frustrating, but it was fun. Um, I had a great time. I ended up getting a fellowship. Oh, nice! So that was uh, that was you know a good little made me made me feel good. Um, one of the judges said it was because they were watching in top eight, and uh, Scott popped off his things after working together and tried to target things that had first turn immunity. And instead of just saying, "Well, no, you go to shoot a wall," I went ahead and let him take back the running shot, and let him you know attack other stuff that he shouldn't have been able to. But I just, I don't know, I've never played like that, where I just tell them they can't do it. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. So uh, so what was your overall placement, you said? Uh, I ended up fifth. Well, that's good. I mean, you were the top of the top eight. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I went into top eight with, like, almost 2,000 points or something. It was, like, wow. 1,900 points. It was it was crazy. That's impressive. <laughs> and then even when I lost to Scott, I scored three ninety in my loss. So like <laughs> crazy. Worlds didn't go as well. Um, I played against a buddy of mine in first round. Uh, played the exact same build other than the booster gold ID in for Ronin. Um, played against my buddy first round, playing the exact same build as me. I I won that. Uh, he ended up getting, like, 680 points in a loss. Oh, wow. Yeah, he killed a bunch of ID characters that came in, but um, I killed his brimstones, so I knew that when he hadn't killed mine, so I knew when he hit the three on the table, I would be able to retaliate and kill the stuff that he called in, so I wasn't worried about him. Uh, round two, I played against George Masu, and I lost, like, 115 to 55 or something, and that was a kind of an irritating game. But what are you gonna do? It was, he was playing Lex. What exactly? What, exa- yeah, what exactly was George playing? Because I never got his full build. It was Lex Luthor with two Atomicas, um, the eight, one of the ATAs. I honestly couldn't tell you which one it was. I don't. I think it's the one that gives him like plus one defense or something against sharpshooters or whatever. Okay. Yeah. The the one. The one. The one point one. Yeah. Then yeah, uh, the, the IDs. He was playing Wonder Woman ID, Shield ID, and War Machine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like he scored early points. I mean, I'm playing drones. Like I give up points. It's not a thing. <laughs> but I wasn't able to kill any of his ID characters. Like his positioning was just on point the whole game. Uh, I mean, he just played it pretty much perfectly. Uh, I think if I'd have had five more minutes, I would have won. But I mean, that's just kind of how the game goes. And then I in round. <laughs> I don't know how much I want to go into detail in round three because I don't want to put a guy on blast, but I had a guy do, like, the shadiest thing I've ever seen in Hero Clicks. Um, I won't say his name, but I'll tell you guys what happened. Um, we sit down. I had significantly more points than him. I'd been talking to him at, like, the whole event. So I get a huge lead in the game, and he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to call in ID characters, and you can just kill them so you can get a little more points. I was like, all right, well, sweet. You know, I need points to be able to make Top Cut. And uh, so he calls in ID characters. I start killing him. He has, like, two characters left on the table. No big deal. So his table eventually turns to the three, and he goes, oh, uh, power action, my pog that I have sitting back here, call in Shazam, and ran around and killed my entire team. 
So, PJ, the real question is, uh, did he yell out Shazam whenever he did that? Uh, no, but he did have the cockiest little grin on his face because I'm pretty sure that was his goal the whole time. Was just like, oh, I'm gonna bait this guy into a false sense of security. And like, I had, like, I I got to the three on my table super quick. I rolled a six like every time, and um, so I had Martian Manhunter and King Thor out, and I just pushed them both to die because I didn't care because I was pretty sure the guy was just gonna be chill for the rest of the game. I was mistaken. And it's it's a lot on me for not taking the game seriously. Um, once he basically conceded, he was playing triple Falcon. <laughs> so I don't know. I kind of underestimated what was going on. Hey, hey, don't don't knock the Falcons, okay? <laughs> well, I, I didn't even know what it did before the game, <laughs> so I was guilty. I'm like, all right, hold on, let me see. They, like, they fly like twelve squares up and call in people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I want uh, <laughs> I want states with two falcons. So <laughs> his like, we did a bunch of like side. I did a bunch of sidestepping, kind of dirtling, and then I knew it was gonna happen. And he teleports up, calls in Nova, kills like six of my dudes. <laughs> but <laughs> I, 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 wow, a bunch like well, and I killed two falcons that turn. Like so, it was it was a bigger deal for me because he overextended. So, wow. I don't know. Like, like I said, when he said, you know, hey, you got this, um, we'll just, I'll just call in some ID characters. You can just kill them. I don't care, whatever. Because he was super tilted. So I was like, all right, sweet. And yeah, it just, <laughs> it was really irritating for me. Um, so I finished, ended up finishing like 29th. So I was still in the prizing. So at least it was something. Yeah. So, I mean, and you might have heard this on the other, earlier episode. I mean, the main thing is, you did better than hundreds of people that were at the event, and you did way better than the thousands of HeroClix players that sat at home. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so, yeah. so you know, props, man. That was a that's a good showing either way. Yeah, it was my first one. Um, I think it'll only go up from there. Um, I was really happy that I got to play a build that was unique. Um, I didn't see anybody else there playing it that wasn't with my like my local group so right that was that was the most fun part for me is not playing you know quinjet or zombies or anything like that all right well good deal so let's uh and uh so pj will go to our new segment and uh so as as a guest your your role here will be is that fun or is that not fun? <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. All right. So um, you have to call fun foul like very, very, you know, excitedly. If it, yeah. if it is a foul upon the fun. All right. So the weekly game uh, at Bang this past week was uh, 400 modern, and the uh, gen- the general agreement that there is no jank, and you know, no. No Nick Furies, no uh, Lex Luthers. We're not, we're not building rock caliber teams for this game, basically. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. So, <laughs> um, so I'll start out with my team. My uh, no, let let Jason start out because all right. he had the. Okay. We'll go Jason and then me and then you in the order of jank. Or at least, yeah. Okay. At least my at least my perceived order of jank. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. So I had an. An animal theme team, uh, which consisted of Clarion, 
uh, with Tickle, uh, Rocket and Groot uh, duo, uh, Man Spider, and Ace the Bat Hound with a uh, full uh, Pandora's box and a Tigra ID card with Tigra from Age of Ultron. Because she's also an animal. So I was trying to be theming. I like that. that. It's fun. That was a fun theme. That's fun, yeah. I I agree. That is fun. Not a foul upon funness. So, uh, all right. I played played Chase Phantom Stranger at 175. Um, Chase Question at 100. Yes, shocking, I know. (laughs) And and I played... um, Chase uh, Pandora at 100, and then I played a Pandora's box with three sins on it, and it was a Trinity of Sin theme team. Okay, um, I, I like that. I think it's fun-ish. Uh, I think it's probably <laughs> middle of the road. Like all those pieces are really strong, so I could see why people would think it's not fun. But knowing you, it's that I would call it fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how many played Dan? Yeah, so uh, in St. Louis this past weekend, I had acquired uh, my fourth Solaris Colossal. <laughs> um, so I, uh, you know, I was thinking about I wanted to play all four Solarises. Um, so I wanted to go with the Crazy Eye theme, um, and and it also is a actual HeroClix theme team. So I went with a Ruler theme team. So I played uh, Shuma at uh, 200 points, uh, 100 points, four 25-point uh, four Solarises, uh, two Gorotrons on the drone dial, and a full Pandora's box. Okay. Um, what, how, many, how many points was Shuma? 200. Uh, 200. 200. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't know. That sounds fun to me. Like, please, please keep in mind that the 25-point Solarises already have a base 19 defense, yep. and then you add Sins onto them. Yeah. They all have 10-range outwit. They <laughs> all see through everything outdoors. They, none of them can be outwitted because they have quintessence. Yes, you, you, have, you have six outwits on this team, mind you. A mystic character. And then he's adding plus two defense. Uh to them from range or close combat. And then, on top of that, when he empties it, he's picking outsiders and shutting down any bonuses you have. <laughs> That's pretty dirty. Yeah, okay. All right. Especially if Fair. you're outdoors. And it was all, yeah, because he had... Plus well, he had a plus seven. Seven yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, So you were outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty dirty. I like but I mean, in my in my defense, only uh, only two of my only really one of my characters attack. A hundred points of my team can't attack you normally. That yeah, but matter. they have Shuma. It's Shuma. They are outwitting every power that you have, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> there are six outwits. That's a lot of outwit. That is a ton. And you can't hide from them. <laughs> well, you can't. They're, exactly, they're big giant eyeballs. They see all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They. See. I even wiggled. I even wiggled the eye on Shuma at everybody. I mean, I give you. I give you plus a thumbs up for the for the crazy eyeball theme. But that's true. Yep, that, crazy that's eyeball where, theme. That's that's it's a fun it's theme. But I think it ended up panning out into being a little more uh, cheesy than it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thank thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, I ended up winning. And uh, taking home the uh, Moon Knight Ellie. 
So, so total, total. I'll, I'll tell you what I did. I won an LE and then gave it to Jeremy so that he had more ID card characters. Nice. Even though I'm a prize shark. <laughs> so... <laughs> Here's a nice segment. Yeah, there we go. Segway. Yeah. So uh, two two out of three no party fouls this week. Uh, one out of three fun fouls. So. <laughs> I think we need to keep um, a running tab on this. Uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm sure I will uh, have the most uh, fun fouls. Um, so, so Dave, we'll, we'll let uh, Dave start his rant here. Let me give uh, some backstory. Um, there, there's a venue close to us. Um in the in Kentucky, that uh, they start their HeroClix events at five o'clock in the afternoon, um, which, which makes it pretty much impossibly hard for the working man to get there on time every week. And uh, so, typically, we only go there for Age of Ultron or Civil War, um, and and I've been for the occasional fun event myself. Um, so this past week. Uh, we went there. Uh, I went there with my wife and to play Civil War. And uh, about 5:30 rolls around, and they're like, "Oh man, I'm glad those guys from Owensboro aren't coming, uh, so that they can't shark all of our prizes." Um, and uh, th- that that's about it. That's uh, pretty much the background. So Dave and the other the, uh, the other gentleman from Owensboro that came a couple weeks prior and uh, didn't win any prizes except for the roll-off for Fellowship, um, were accused of being prize sharks. Uh, so it, by extension, uh, I'm pretty much one as well, considering I only show up for the uh, events, uh, the... Uh, Monthlies? Uh, yeah, the, the OP events, yeah, that's what I was trying There's to say. There's a lot of people that do that, though. So, so PJ, before Dave gets in, what, what, what do you think, and especially, I guess, since you're a store owner... Do you uh, so give us your store owner perspective and your player perspective? As a store owner, do you like the extra business? Absolutely. Um, I'll never turn away another player. Um, I don't believe in I don't believe prize sharking is a thing. Um, generally, how I look at it, if I'm holding a tournament that has prizes that are desirable, people need to bring their A game. It's not a fun tournament, you know. Like for Civil War, I mean, and that's all sealed anyway. So it's not like somebody can come and just bring a team that's cheese and try to dominate everybody and make sure nobody else gets anything. I mean, it's a tournament. It's competitive. It's just the way the game works. That's, I mean, that's kind of how I see it as a player, too. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, it's probably not the most popular opinion, but I don't believe but I think it. I think it's a, probably the most uh, popular opinion on the, on the call tonight. Um, you know, we... Uh, that's exactly uh, what we think. You know, more more money to the store, the better. Yep. They, they so, order a kit expecting X number of players. If they don't get X number of players, then why do they order the kit? Exactly. Indeed. All right, Dave. <clears throat> let us tell us what you think, Dave. Okay, so so basically, my story is this. All right. Um, I have no idea what the center are like. I heard that they're kind of new or whatever, and you know. Most of the time, that's not really a thing with me. So I get a call from my buddy. We'll just, uh, we'll call him Steve. And, uh, you know, he was like, hey, what are you doing? Or whatever. And I was just like, oh, I just, you know, got off work. And I had I'd gotten off work about 3.30 that day. And he's like, well, did you want to go to him with me? 
and uh, play Civil War. And I was like, you know, I don't have enough money to really throw into that or whatever. He's like, oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll sponsor you, you know, whatever. And basically, you know, I, he was going to let me keep some extra, like, commons and uncommons that I don't have and stuff like that that he pulled because it was him and his son and me. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, sure, whatever. You know, and I got, like, a super fast shower, and we went down to, uh, you know, the venue and freaking um, – you know, we got there and we got our boosters and everything seemed like it was pretty cool. And then, um, you know, since since most of the players were new, I didn't like I uh, I pulled a speed freak and I had to play him because I played him with um, Doc Sampson and uh, Wiccan and a Falcon. So I didn't have like a super strong team, you know, um, right. I, I was going to base the whole thing on my team of man, wouldn't it be funny to have Doc Sampson? mind control the crap out of Speed Freak and just, like, yank people around the map. And, uh, so, round one up, I went up against this girl that, um, she was fairly new. And, um, you know, she was taking a little bit on her turns, and I was even offering suggestions to her on, well, hey, how about you get your Taskmaster to do this to my whatever? You know, I'm sitting here, and I'm playing a game, and I'm basically coaching on her on how to best attack me. Or like, hey, you don't want to end your running shot there because then your guy uh, um, who's got enhancement won't be next to him. Or, uh, you know, my Wiccan will be able to prob your attack. You want to put him on this side or whatever, you know. So I'm sitting there coaching her. And by the end of the game, I win by like 30 points. Like we each get one KO'd piece because I spent most of my match uh, teaching her the game, you know. Right. And, uh. So then we go to round two, and I play a guy who's pretty good, and he's got his own speed freak, and he's got some better support than I do. And uh, we had a pretty good match. He killed almost all my team, and I ended up winning. And at the end, you know, he um, he had a giant character. I can't remember which one it was. But, uh, you know, at the end, I was like, hey, man, um, next time you're playing a game, remember that your giant can carry people. So, you know, it's a 400-point game or whatever. I'm like, so, you know, that first turn, Whenever you move up, you can keep one of your guys with running shot or charge untokened by carrying them with a giant. He's like, oh, man, I didn't know that. Thanks, and blah, blah, blah. You know, so there I am, um, you know, the second game, and I'm teaching somebody something, you know? Mm. And then we go into round three, and I play Sam, which is Daniel's wife, and she just has an absolutely disgusting team. And uh, she had, like, um... Uh, she was playing. She had a stature and Goliath or Atlas and other stuff. And, and yellow jacket to perplex them and stuff like that. So I got beat there. I got a couple pieces off her, and then I um I played Steve, the guy who brought me in um rounds four. Four. And I ended yeah. up beating him in a close game because he had a lot of range and I had speed free. <laughs> so um I ended up I think getting fourth. So they, you know, they um, they prized out the top three, and then they did roll-offs for the last of them with the D20. I ended up getting like a 19 on one of the rolls, and uh, I got an LE, which was like, you know, for Steve, the guy who brought me, the guy who paid. I was just there to have fun, got a couple extras and stuff like that. And, you know, kind of went and saw these new players that I've never played against before, because that's one of the fun things about playing and, uh, you know, and then I heard that apparently I'm a prize shark. And it's like, uh, I won a prize on a fellowship role. It's not like I came in there and destroyed everybody. You know what I mean? It was 
honestly, it, it kind of ticks me off because I'm anything but that. There's a lot of LEs that I win at our local venue that I don't keep because, you know, I, like, give over to other people and things like that. I just... Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, and I mean, and then, I mean, I don't know if Dan wants to talk about what they did to his wife, but I mean... Yeah, so the the week that we were there for Civil War, the uh, the my wife Sam ends up getting third because she has amazing sealed pools. Um, she's my lucky charm. <laughs> um, so uh, she ends up getting third, and you know we clearly hear the store owner say, "All right, prize out first through third, and then give out the other two LEs as uh, fellowship." Well, the judge guy says no. We're going to prize out one through two and uh, do three fellowship rolls. And, you know, and the other guy, with the guy that got second place was like, okay, well, hey, Sam, you know, you should uh, you should pick your LE. And he was like, no, 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 you know, we're prizing it. We're doing the, D, the D20 roll. Uh, so uh, Sam and I ended up not walking away with any of the LEs. I rolled a 17 on the D20 and got beat by a natural 20. So, uh, no fellowship prizes or third place prizes in Civil War Month 2 for us there. So, you know, Sam uh, Sam left pretty upset uh, that evening. Um, so, yeah. That's not acceptable not, as a venue. In my opinion, as a store owner, that's not acceptable. If you announce your prizes are one thing, you can't change them just because you want to. You have to follow well, through with it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the store owner giving out the prizes; it was the the, the judge. Right, right. So the judge, yeah, accountability. He should have. He called an audible. <laughs> yeah, the judge, yeah. in my opinion, doesn't have as much say as the person who announced. I mean, I don't know if it was the store owner who announced it initially, or what. But I, I don't know. I don't think there's any situation, no matter who it is, it's acceptable to change prizing. You know, because you never know what his reasoning was. If there was a good reason, or if it was just because it was somebody he didn't know. <clears throat> It. Yeah, I mean it's it, it. I was a lot more ticked off earlier this week. Uh, by now, I've had a chance to calm down about it. But I, I'm seriously like, and I told Dan, I was like, we should totally make a poll for this episode. Do I actually be a dick and go to their venue every week and win their LEs from them, or do I just leave it alone? Because I mean, man, that makes me mad. I think I'm one of the nicer players. I mean, I've never had an issue with anybody. I just, I've I been to know. a lot of tournaments that you were at, and I've never seen anybody have a problem playing against you. So, <laughs> I, I, I I couldn't see it. I know. I just, man, it just it ticks me off so bad. And that's um, whenever we started the Skype call and you came in, that's what you uh, you heard us talking about teams to potentially run this week. And but I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. Um, Whenever we started, at, or whenever I started at Big Bang, and uh, Cody Ogilby, who's been on the show, and Justin Shaw, and a lot of the people who started around the same time as me around Infinity Gauntlet, um, we had guys from Bowling Green, Kentucky, who were fantastic players, man. And they would come in and kick the crap out of us all the time. Like, every week, I got my butt kicked by those guys for, like, months on end. And, uh, you know, I, I was never jealous or mad at them for playing the game well. I learned a lot from them. So I was about to say, I bet you learn a ton. I mean, that's 
that's how I learned how to play. Was you, you get smashed when you're new. It's just how it works. That's how gaming is in general. You're not going to pick it up and just be able to walk through tournaments. It's just not the nature of gaming. <clears throat> yeah, and, and we welcome those people in. I mean, I encourage those guys to come back. I mean, I personally invited them. You don't. I don't turn people away like that. It just uh, it's not right. I mean, you want, I'm, I'm trying to foster a larger community, in my opinion. All they do by calling you guys prize sharks is basically alienate you guys. Like, instead of get, like, if you didn't get mad, you could have just been like, "Well, why do I even want to come back here if I'm not welcome?" You know what I mean? Right. Well, and, and another thing is, I mean, whenever you go in there and you pay thirty two bucks a piece to play a tournament, and they tell you first through third get a prize and then they get your money and then change it on you man i i don't think i would have walked out that store without an le man out oh. like in in my opinion if they would have changed it like say they announce it and then like toward the end of round one they're like hey we're actually going to do it this way all right no i mean this just happened like all at the same time right i mean it's... that's what i'm saying like if it was all at the end then that's just that's shady to me i don't know and, and Daniel went previously, and they paid entry for a tournament. And then at the end of the tournament, they told them they weren't prizing anything out. Yeah, they just said, no no prizes this so, week. Sorry. So you could have just really went and played with friends for free. Why did you have to pay admission if you're not getting anything? Yeah. And I, yeah, and I actually won that event, so that was... Uh... They could have at least gave out store credit. Right, something. Yeah. yeah, like, you can come play in our next event for free or whatever, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I could never host a tournament and charge an entry fee and then not give out anything. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, That's yeah. why people pay to get into the tournament. <laughs> yeah, if we don't have a prize, I don't charge people. I mean, that's just, you know, right. I don't. <laughs> that's, only, that's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> right. I mean, I just. <laughs> <It's> to do. <laughs> like renting your table space. It's. <laughs> Right. So, so yeah, consider this uh, consider this a request for comment on our uh, Clickstaff Facebook page when we post the episode. Uh, you guys give us your feedbacks in the co- feedback in the comments and uh, uh, let us know what uh, your opinion on it. That could be a different opinion. We, you know, we're always open to differing opinions. You know, maybe there's something we're not seeing. Yeah. Tell me if I need to go back and stomp them for a few weeks in a row, or if I just need to turn the other cheek and be the bigger person. I would do it at least once. <laughs> maybe not every week because that'll end up you know really alienating you but right. and, and the but, thing is i don't want to kill off clicks at their venue by being that one asshole who shows up and beats the crap out of everybody every week yeah but one good whooping is never hurt anybody you know what i should do is do what i do at bang and i should go in and if i manage to beat daniel in the last round because that'll probably be who it is, then I should win an LE and then give it to somebody. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's like, who's Price Shark now? I'm I'm giving you all special treats. <laughs> That's the way to do it. They can't even be mad. Right? That's true. Who yep. wanted this guy? <laughs> well, let, let us know in the uh, comments and... Uh, We'll uh, we'll cover it again on our next episode and let you guys know uh, the results. All right, hey guys, so that's a great segue into our uh, community question. Uh, Chris Motherman writes in, um, great player and uh, friend of the show. 
Uh, I've been to Big Bang events uh, many times. Uh, you guys are such a great example of how uh, the Clicks community brings people together with similar interests. Uh, that being said, how has Clicks changed your life or took you to far off lands where you met some fabulous people? Uh, for me, it was when I went to El Paso, Texas, and all the Clicks players from the area treated me as if I was a regular in the community, not to mention helping me get safely back and forth across the border. Uh, thanks for the show. Yeah, well, thank you, Chris. You're uh, uh, glad to have you uh, write in. And listen. Uh, yes. Yeah, for sure. I, I wasn't so glad to have him kick my butt in Tennessee, but... <laughs> uh, he had a great team. Chris is he an did. awesome dude. Oh, my goodness. I think I was like, wait, aren't you out of actions? No. I was like, ah, oh, the dreaded Avengers ATA. <laughs> or the team ability. It's like, no one ever uses that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, shout out, buddy. You're always uh, making uh, making everybody think with uh, your teams that you post. Um, so... I'll start out with uh, with my uh, story uh, and about how I got into uh, the Big Bang community. Um, my wife and I took a trip out to Seattle, um, Washington, about a little over two years ago, and uh, we had bought a few Clicks boosters uh, at that point and collected the just the fact that they were collectible figures because uh, I'm, I'm a huge Iron Man fan. Um, but, you know, we would go to comic book stores and be like, hey, I'm kind of interested in clicks and, you know, what what can you guys tell us about it? And these guys just, you know, hey, I've got some of these LEs, uh, you know, hey, or have a couple of free uh, figures that are super old or whatever. But <laughs> I, I didn't know that at the time. I was just like, hey, you know, free stuff. Um, and uh, it was truly the, uh, the, the crack addict's first hit is free. <laughs> so you know, we we come back from uh, our trip in Seattle, and uh, I just start learning the game and um, start learning how to play, start collecting more figures. You know, uh, the the robe is opened, and you know I see the entire world of hero clicks. Um, and uh, about a year, about about eight months after that, um, I got hooked up with the guys in Owensboro. And, uh, you know, history uh, is, uh, as they say, wrote from there. Uh, I think, you know, 10 to 12 competitive events later uh, and an origins trip. Um, you know, these guys are a great community and uh, we're glad to be uh, glad to be a part of them. Oh, you're so sweet, Dan. Yeah. So the... <laughs> The, the far off land there, Chris, was uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, was where my uh, Clicks adventure started. So, uh, so what about what about you, Dave? Um, I actually got into Clicks um, shortly after uh, getting divorced. It, it sounds very sad, but um, <laughs> no, I um, I had just gotten divorced a few months ago, and uh, I was um, living in an apartment and. I didn't like have any of my stuff because, you know, I have three kids and, uh, whenever, you know, the kids want to watch Netflix, you can't exactly take your Xbox 360 away. So, uh, <laughs> um, I was looking for a new hobby and, uh, I went in the comic book store cause I, uh, I was working in a factory and on break, I saw that, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'd always wanted to get into comics a little more. 
And uh, I saw an advertisement for the new 52, which is terrible, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I go into the comic book store, and I'm like, okay, since they're starting over the universe, and I don't have to catch up with, like, years upon years of, like, post-Final Crisis and before that and everything like that, you know, I can there's a fresh starting point for me to jump in. So, you know, I, I go there and I sign up for, you know, a few comics monthly, and uh, I start looking around the store because there's, you know, all kinds of stuff in there, man. And um, so I I just walk a little bit, and I see this plastic case with all these, um, you know, plastic figurines from the comic books and stuff. And uh, they looked really cool, and I was just like, man, okay, what is this? You know, and some guy's like, it's Heroclix. It's like, uh, you know, and then it goes to the default description of, it's like chess with superheroes. And uh, I'm like, okay, that's cool, you know, whatever. And I, and I walked out of the store that day, no big deal. <clears throat> and then um, a, uh, a, a, you know, another week comes by or whatever. I go and pick up my comics when they come in, and I, and I like, um, I walk in there and I see the hero clicks again. And, I, and you know, I give them a good look through again. Just like, man, these things are cool. I, I should really take the time to, to get into this or whatever. And I think eventually I. Uh, <clears throat> I bought a booster of um, Justice League, and I got, like, a out-of-the-shadows Batman, and um, I saw Jason there, and I was like, are any of these pieces good or whatever? He's like, yeah, that out-of-the-shadows Batman's really cool or whatever, and, like, he told me that they had a tournament, like, that Saturday, and I was like, oh, okay, and he's like, um, you know, bring, um, you know, like, 400 points or whatever, and I'm just like all right, so, you know, the next day I get paid, and I go in there, and I, I buy some singles of some characters that I want, and they're they're all DC, because that's my jam. I'm not, I mean, I love Marvel, but I, I like more of the characters in DC. So, um, I get, like, a Blue Lantern Flash, and uh, a common um, Green Arrow from DC 75th, and, like, a Brightest Day, Hawk Girl and uh, a few, you know and like a Wonder Woman from the same starter set and a couple different things and um, so like I went home that night and I watched um, Glass Cabinet films for a couple hours and then I got up that morning before the tournament and watched Glass Cabinet films for a couple hours on how to play the game you know and then I showed up to my first tournament and uh, I got my butt kicked but I had a good time and the rest is history. Nice. I, I remember so, Blue Lantern Flash. <laughs> so, so Dave, I believe you mentioned it on the show, but what's the uh, what's the furthest uh, clicks has taken you in as far as faraway lands? Uh, I guess California is the farthest I've gone from home to play clicks. So, uh, yeah, that would be it. Um, plan to go to Rocktober. I know it's not quite as far, but it'll probably be. I went to Gen Con. That was a big place. Um, so, I mean. I've been to a few different places. It's been a good time. Uh, what about you, PJ? Well, you've told us a little bit about your intro. Uh, what's the furthest uh, you've gone to play clicks? Um, I normally i I haven't been to anything outside of like six or seven hours of where I live. So, like, you guys are right on the cusp of the farthest I've been. Um, I've been to Tennessee for one event. It was forever ago. I don't even remember it. Um, but that's probably the farthest. Um, I definitely plan to go to Rocktober this year, so that'll be my new farthest. 
That's a that's a good new farthest. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. <clears throat> Where is this? Atlanta. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part. It kind of broke oh. up on me. Okay, so Rocktober, nice. So, uh, Jason, uh, what about what about you? Okay, so I started way back in the uh, summer of 2007 uh, when uh, Big Bang was used to be a store called Collector's Mall on the opposite side of town. And at that time, I was the judge for Star Wars miniatures at the store. And Dwayne, the store owner, uh, had decided he wanted to start running Heroclix tournaments. And this was at the time that uh, Heroclix was getting relaunched with cards. So uh, he handed me a starter, a Legion of Superhero starter set, and we had a couple boosters from the Avengers set that just came out. And he and I and a couple other guys that worked at the store sat down and tried to decipher how to play Heroclix, <laughs> which uh, didn't go all that well. It's like translating Latin. Yeah, because there, <laughs> there, was, there was none of us between the four of us that had any idea about how to play the game. Uh, nobody at the store knew how to play the game. <laughs> uh, he uh, proceeded to run the uh, Coming of Galactus events, and I can remember doing awesome stuff like using running shot with range combat expert <laughs> because we didn't understand how things worked. You're and, not John Stewart, Green Lantern. Yeah, we were ahead of the times, man. <laughs> uh, seeing into the future as it were uh, so that's how I kind of got my start uh, there and I uh, I took over judging uh, when uh, they moved to the location they're at now and renamed the store Big Bang so that's been about uh, six years ago now I believe and uh, the rest is uh, history so you know but uh, it's it's been uh, it's been really awesome, and uh, I guess the best thing is just the people. I mean, these guys that I play with every week, they're my brothers, man. I mean, they're like family to me. So, I can't. Yeah. Like out of all the games, I've played probably ten different games on a competitive level, and this is hands down the best community I've ever been a part of. Like, oh, for it's sure, just, it's always <laughs> smooth. Like. There's only been one or two people I've ever met that I'm like, I could probably go without ever seeing this person again. <laughs> no. I think we I think we all have a couple of those, but you're right. For the most part, everybody's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. I, I even give Luke a hard time, but I like the guy. So do I. I as just, long I, as I'm not having to judge him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, I remember the first time I played Luke. That was bad luck. Back in Richmond, right? Yeah, whenever he, I took him to the Pack Ocean, and he had his uh, Shi'ar team base with all his special objects. And then I put him in the middle of the map where the orange squares were and blew him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and I was very early into the green battery. So, yeah. But then he, he, he got me the second time we played, and we haven't played since, so. <laughs> so good time. Good time. <laughs> so, so, Jason, what's, what's the farthest you've gone to play clicks? Uh, it had to be Atlanta or Columbus. Somewhere within driving distance. Yeah, yes. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I do not uh, board airplanes, so uh, there we go. <laughs> So uh, the the furthest that most of us have gone uh, sounds like to be Rocktober, which is uh, about three months out. 
Um, so Howard has got all of the details posted on Realms. Yes. Um, and uh, I haven't made the front page yet, but in the details for the Rocktober thread, the first picture after the hotel is me and Bob Gowan playing in the first round of the Super Qualifier there. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I yeah. saw your head, Dan. I've seen you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a big head, so it's a little hard to miss. <laughs> uh, that was the uh, that was the game that uh, Bob forgot to place his objects with uh, Phantom Girl and Prostolite. So I would love to say that I've never done that, but I did it twice in uh, California during the team event. And the funniest part is the games where I remembered to put my objects down, I lost. The games where I forgot my objects, I won those games. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, there's a clear shot of Dan right there. All right, <laughs> yeah, I just looked at it too. <laughs> that was uh, that was me most likely saying you can't use something with Nick. Of <laughs> yeah. uh, the seven Nick Furies you were playing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So if he, he could, could play seven, he would. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say if he could fit seven, he'd play them. Yeah. Well, there's no reason I can't sideline that many at least. Oh my God, do it. Do, yeah. they have to be, had, do they have to be unique on the sideline? No. No. Oh, gross. Yeah. They're just sitting so, there. <laughs> um, yeah, I will have Nick on my sideline uh, at Kokomo. Most people will, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, good for five points. I... Man, they're actually, uh, they're actually having board game events at uh, at uh, the Rocktober this year. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I won't I won't read verbatim what they've got, but just uh, the big thing that pumps out to me on Friday is uh, the Super Qualifier Special Event is on Friday. It starts earlier in the day, so to whereas stuff didn't kick off till five o'clock that Friday, they are starting earlier in the day on Friday. Um, so we are making plans to be there on Thursday instead of Friday. Uh, but the Super Qualifier is going to be four hundred points modern age. Uh, I, I clarify that that is not a typo. Wait, uh, what is this? 400 points modern. Yes! Hey, you can yes. play your team you played uh, this week, Dave. And, uh, Dan? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Man, I can, that, I can add a couple more drones to my Quinjet team. I can just add a handful of drones to my drone team. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yes, so uh, that starts at noon, and uh, that's uh, five rounds of Swiss, no cut. So I think that's to uh, make time for the quarterfinals, which start at six. Um, and the uh, uh, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals are set up a lot like they were uh, last year, I believe. I want to make sure I read this correctly. Um, so quarterfinals are 300 modern age. Uh, semi-finals are 300 modern limited and then the finals on Sunday are 300 uh, modern. Okay, can you repeat that again? So, Friday is uh, 300 modern for the semis. Okay. Uh, Saturday is uh, 300 modern lemon I'm sorry, Friday is 300 modern for the, se- for the quarterfinals. Semi-finals on Saturday is 300 points modern limited. Okay. Uh, and then Sunday for the finals is 300 modern straight up. 
And uh, they're also doing the uh, Murder Mystery Dinner Show again. That was uh, put on by Scott Crampton's uh, company, the Murder Mystery Company. And I highly suggest you go if you have a chance. It was very awesome last year. Spoiler alert on uh, the murderer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, oddly enough, I must have been very photogenic um, because uh, we made the photo uh, for the Murder Mystery photo as well. Oh yeah, Dan and I's team actually won uh, the the uh, dinner uh, game there. That yeah, night. that was thanks to our thanks to our teammate uh, Luke Shockley for figuring out like twenty minutes in. <laughs> yep, I see your big head there. Yeah, yeah, my big got, head is right behind him. <laughs> you guys sat with is that Edward Shelton? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Ah. yeah, we had uh, L Edward Shelton. Um, Alan Hawkins at our table. Uh, Matt from Colorado Matt, uh, was yeah. there. Uh, Gra- Matt, I'm not going to. Yeah, Grouchos, however you pronounce his name. I'm sorry, I probably butchered it. But, Matt G. Uh, yeah, sorry. Matt G. Dog. Our, our team was called Just the Tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so well, yeah, that's a that's a lot of fun. And uh, as David mentioned, they're expanding the uh, side events. They're going to have. Uh, uh, board game side events. Uh, they're having a few more um, regular side events uh, for Hero Clicks. There's going to be team uh, a team tournament with the Superior Foes of Spider-Man being the booster, um, and then Dice Addiction and Cool Mini or Not are going to be running events throughout the weekend. So the uh, the hotel is nice that they have this at. Um, you know, you guys uh, definitely should all make plans uh, that our listeners to uh, show come up to the uh, Rocktober. Yeah, it was it was an awesome time last year. I'm looking forward to it. If you get a chance, go out and try a place called Village Burger. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the the Village Burger and the uh, Waffle House were great. <laughs> The Waffle House is fantastic for not only food, but also drama. You you never know what some crackheads are going to do at 3 a.m. Yes, exactly. Well, it was was full of Heroclix players at 3 (laughs) a.m. Well, plastic crack is just... You said crackheads, yeah, I mean... Yeah, (laughs) plastic crackheads, yeah. There's a little bit of a difference. Howard just came out with a bunch of new auctions on his store. I've been surfing through that for a little bit here. What's it called, Dave? Yeah. It's, uh, you can just go to, uh, stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. <laughs> Everything starts at, like, 99 cents or pretty damn close auctions. Go go snipe some stuff. Yeah, I mixed out on the, uh, the new, uh, rock map went for a little bit more and I wanted to spend. Um, so hopefully I win one. Which one's that? Uh, it's the Blue Line Sub. Huh. Uh, subway, subway uh, entrance. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's pretty cool. It's an indoor map, uh, like a subway <clears throat> terminal in like New York City. It's probably going to be a casino. PJ, you going to have that available at your event? Uh, I believe so. I haven't had the kick <laughs> in yet, but I assume that's the map that's showing up. Nice. So, uh, speaking about new things coming out, um, Jason, you're up. We want to hear you gush all about these new Spider-Mans that are coming out. Oh, man, yeah. I am so happy. Uh, we, yeah, we got Superior Foes of Spider-Man chases that were revealed by Scott Porter this week. 
and they're all going to be based on characters from Spider-Verse, which is probably the greatest uh, Spider-Man comic book uh, story ever, in my opinion. Uh, uh, We had uh, Spider-Punk. So, regular Spider-Man. No, 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 no. This is this is. He's a menace. He's a menace. And a this punk. Is, this is actually punk rock Spider-Man with a guitar. Uh, for, for those who are not initiated in the awesomeness of Spider-Man, uh, and all these chases are actually really pretty solid. Uh, they all have a uh, trait called uh, "Calling Help from the Spider-Verse," uh, which is uh, once per turn for all characters with the trait. Uh, when they hit an opposing character, you can roll a d6, and on a 3 through 6, you can place a character with Spider-Man family keyword adjacent to the character. And they also all have Spider's Web. Uh, when they uh, hit after action resolve, you can attach uh, the web marker to a hit target. And that character can't move without breaking away and can't automatically break away. And other characters don't have to break away from that character. Uh, so pretty awesome. Uh, Spider-Punk uh, is only 75 points, and he has Charge and Flurry, Precision Strike, Shape change and super senses to start off with, and uh, get some late dial uh, pulse wave with sidestep. So he's pretty sweet. And then uh, we've got uh, Spider Knight, uh, who's actually a uh, knight from the times of King Arthur. Uh, huh? I could have swore somebody's done that before. Like, yeah, I don't well, know, Superman maybe. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm what, just what's kidding. Your, what's your problem? Uh, uh, this this guy for 110 points gets you charge blades with a 12 attack, 19 impervious, and three damage, and a special uh, power that uh, lets the adjacent relic characters use energy shield deflection. Pretty sweet, in my opinion. He has armor keyword, past keyword. Uh, and there was cyborg Spider-Man. Uh, he's seven range dual targets. Running shot, energy explosion, 18 imper, 4 damage, shape change. These guys are all pretty solid. A whole lot better than the chases that came out of Amazing Spider-Man way back when. Oh, can we please forget about those? <laughs> yeah. They were, they were a little underwhelming, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but these guys so are all pretty they, solid uh, so far. So no trait that uh, keeps them from crit missing every initial attack? They only do that when you play them, Dan, so it's okay. Yeah. So I played a different Spider-Man... In uh, month two of Civil War, and uh, he crit missed as well. <laughs> I played that. Uh, I played the uh, anti-registration Spider-Man, and he did uh, pretty well for me. You just gotta nice. believe in him, Dan. You just gotta, you just gotta love the Spider-Man. Hey, I, I, I like a Spider-Man that starts. I really like that uh, Spider-Punk. He starts with Charge Flurry, Precision Strike, Shape Change, and Super Senses. Yes. And then it, it late dial gets freaking sidestep pulse wave. Close combat yeah. expert. Values for 75 points. He is yeah. awesome. Awesome values. Yeah. If you what? notice, the only one that has the real name Peter Parker so far, I mean, of course, we might be missing a few details, is uh, Cyborg Spider-Man, right? So. Right. Well, I mean, the majority of these characters from the comic were actually just alternate universe versions of Peter Parker for the most part. I I mean for um like ID card purposes. Oh well, yeah. So far, yes. My, my brain's on ID cards since I can't have the Adam ID card because nobody wants to give it to me for less than a hundred dollars. Yeah, Cyborg yeah. Spider Man's not a bad call in. You know. Yeah, not really. He's pretty decent. So, Jason, what's uh, what's your favorite one? My favorite one from just looking at this so far. 
Uh, I don't know. I really like Spider Knight, man. He's pretty sweet up front. And he, uh, and he helps his teammates out. I don't know, Spider-Punk's really good, too. I like them all. I'm just going to play a team with all of them one night. Just wait. That's Jason's new 400 limited team. Yeah. All and, the Spider-Men? Yeah, and, and, and after playing Man-Spider for the first time this week, i got to say he was pretty sweet, too. Uh, probably my favorite Spider character right now. Blasphemous. AVX Spider-Man is crying somewhere. Well, I can't play AVX Spider-Man in modern age games now. <laughs> Not that I don't still love AVX Spider-Man. So, uh, I got a question for PJ. Okay. Alright, so you enjoyed your Spectre cycle, right? Yep. So what are you thinking about Proteus cycle? Uh, <laughs> you know, I actually tested that a little bit. Oh, yeah? And, um, it... It's all right. I still think I like Spectre better. Obviously, it's a lot higher point dedication and everything. Right, yeah. Um, It's definitely solid. Uh, It's just once you get clicked off a running shot, once the cycle gets its initial tag, your mobility goes so far down. Yeah. It's, it's, he's so good in the quintet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you just have a ton of clicks in that. I mean, the cycle does give him, like, I think seven or eight clicks. So it's definitely not bad. Yeah. Um, it's something I want to try more. I just can't figure out what support I want to play with it. Because you have so many more points. Right. It's just really hard to figure out what to do. Um, the other night, one of my buddies knocked me onto hypersonic speed on the Quinjet. And I uh, borrowed freaking <laughs> the stats from Proteus. So I had a Quinjet moving, 11, or moving with an 11 attack, 4 damage, and probability control during hypersonic speed. Yeah. Oh. That's so <laughs> It's just disgusting. But yeah, the second I saw, I was like, okay, so we're doing this, and then I, I, I like was like, dude, you should, you should totally try to save some points and put Proteus in that cycle instead of Spectre. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's definitely at least worth testing. Yeah, it's like, pretty I fun. I can't figure out the support. Like, it's just the hardest part. You just have because so there's much- so many extra points. Yeah. <laughs> well. That, and it'd be nice to see, maybe with all of the Warlight uh, entities gone, that maybe uh, entities would be allowed back into um, limited play. No, I don't want them there. Yeah, I kind of like limited being untainted. Yeah. I, uh, I, I do love ATAs. I love the fact that you can still use ATAs. Right, I do I like that. Best change when we went over to the new formats and stuff. When they allowed the use of ATAs, I was all all on board for limited. I think it's my favorite format. So, um, so we had Patrick on last time and discussed potential what it was at 400 tactics, like they're doing at the special super queue. And yep. uh, and he said like there would be a, a certain ban list and things like that. What what do you think of um, 400 tactics? You know, there it opens up so much room. For so many more shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would man. Be okay with a band list as long as it was practical. Right. Uh, obviously, don't expect no Quinjet or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Depending on what it was, I would totally be on board with a band list for a 400 point limited just because, or not limited. There's just so much you can do that, I mean, I know I don't have time to sit and figure out all the intricacies of this game, but somebody yeah. should. So, so you went to how many 300 limited events did you do this year? 
Uh, <clears throat> limited, uh, maybe two or three. All right, and you did the 400 in Cincinnati, right? Yes. Which one were you a bigger fan of? Um, I liked 400 Limited a lot. <laughs> See, me and Dan are of that same exact opinion. Like, we just felt like 400 Limited was an absolute blast. Yep. There's I actually just... think I actually did worse at that, but I had way more fun. <laughs> right? And you saw so many more unique-type teams instead of, um, you know, you didn't see, like, the domination of, like, um, shifting focus Supermans and... And Super Scrolls as much. Or like Nick Nick Jason. Right. Now, there were people who played that. Yeah. But they also had to add other stuff onto the team. It was just, um, and I think now that Jason's gone, I mean, people can say, Nick is still really good. But without that moving all halfway across the map and saying, you can't target me, you know, Vanisher, yeah. Vanisher can't be like, oh, you can't target us. Vanisher's then it just it relies on your Knicks to turn off anything that's good enough for them to do it. Which they can totally yeah. do. That vanisher will get your Knicks vanished. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. But I'd say with Super Scroll gone, I can't wait for next year's 400 Limited, unless they, like, break the game with something in Spider-Man. I don't know. I love it. So. I, I talk about it every episode. I love that format. It's yes. an excellent yep. format. I it, it was by far the most fun I had, and it seemed like every, I, everybody I've talked to, like from my local, agreed that it was just it's a good break from 300 modern. You know. Yeah, definitely. Which will be in full effect <laughs> in just a few days. I am super excited, PJ. <laughs> Me too. Um. I won't be playing in this Super Q, so you guys have a chance. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> All right. You know, I, uh, I've i talked about that, and, you know, a win is obviously what we're shooting for. But, uh, you know, uh, if Easton and those guys are coming, um, they've already got their buys in the finals. So <laughs> Second's good. <laughs> second is just as fine. So... Uh, everybody check out the uh, thread on Realms, uh, you know, Goblin Games, Kokomo, Indiana, Saturday, July 23rd, and uh, we hope to see y'all there. I'm going to work on uh, furiously ep editing the episode here and uh, have this up for you, PJ. And we'll share the link. Yep. Yep. We'll do that as well. Networking. So. Yay. <laughs> So I uh, would for sure like to uh, thank everybody uh, for joining us on the show today, and uh, thank you, PJ, for joining us, and uh, we will talk to everybody next time when Clicks Off.